microphone. Yes, perfect. Okay, perfect. I think it's it's gonna work now. I'm good. Okay, thank you. So, let me start. I have the ebook with me, so she says it's dedicated to Nile, which is the master of her universe. All right. I am in debt to the people, to the following people for their help and support. To my husband, Nile, thank you for tolerating my obsession, being a domestic god, and doing the first edit. To my boss, Lisa, thank you for putting up with me over the last year or while or so I indulged in this madness. To CCL, I'll never tell, but thank you. To the original Bunker Babes, oh, I wonder who those are. Thank you for your friendship and con constant support. To SR, thank you for all the helpful advice from the start and for going first. Oh, I need to record this. One sec. Thank you for joining. Give me one minute. Let me just close the door. Holdings 
this time is extraordinarily precious, much more precious than mine, but he granted Kate an interview. A real coop, she tells me. Damn her extracurricular activities. Am I not on air anymore? Did it end all of a sudden? Frickin' spoon. Nah, I'm still on air. Hello, guys. Please leave a like. Kate is huddled on the couch in the living room. Anna, I'm sorry. It took me nine months to get this interview. It will take another six to reschedule. And we'll both have graduated by then. As the editor, I can't blow this off. Please, Kate begs. Me and her raspering, rasping, sore throat voice. How does she do it? Even ill, she looks gammon and gorgeous. Strawberry blonde hair in place and green eyes bright although now red and runny. I ignore my pang of unwelcome sympathy. Of course I'll go, Kate. You should get back to bed. Would you like some NyQuil or Tylenol? No NyQuil, please. Here are the questions and my digital recorder. Just press record. Here, make notes. I'll transcribe it all. I know nothing about him. I murmur, trying and failing to suppress my rising panic. Font door. 
honest, I prefer my own company. Reading a classic British novel curled up in a chair in the campus library, not sitting twitchingly nervous in a colossal glass and stone edifice. I roll my eyes at myself, get a grip, steal, judging from the building, which is too clinical and modern. I guess Gray is in his forties, fit, tan, and fairly haired, and fair haired to match the rest of the personnel. over my own feet and 
sound like a control freak. 
his chin in quiet deliberation. 
pleasantly surprised. Did you have a coat? Gray asks. A jacket? Olivia leaps up and retrieves my jacket, which Gray takes from her before she can hand it to me. He holds it up, feeling ridiculously self-conscious. I shrug it on. Gray places his hands for a moment on my shoulder. I gasp at the contact. If he notices my reaction, he gives nothing away. His long index finger presses the button, summoning the elevator. And we stand waiting awkwardly on my part, coolly self-possessed on his. The door is open and I hurry in, desperate to escape. I really need to get out of here. When I turn to look at him, he's gazing at me and leaning against the doorway beside the elevator with one hand on the wall. He really is very good looking. It's unnerving. Anastasia, he says, as a farewell. Christian, I reply and mercifully close the doors. Chapter 2. How are you guys doing? Let me know how your day has been. Does anyone want to be manager? Um, no one is here really that I know, so... My heart is pounding. The elevator arrives on the first floor and I scramble out as soon as the doors slide open. Stumbling once, but fortunately not sprawling onto the immaculate sandstone floor. Jack Shepard. Do I know you? Have you come in before? I, I will, but wait, sorry. Ah, uh, sorry, one sec. I race for the wide glass doors, and suddenly I'm free in the bracing, cleansing, damp air of Seattle. Raising my face, I welcome the cool, refreshing rain. I close my eyes and take a deep, purifying breath. Let's see who's here. Alright, your manager now. Trying to recover what's left of my equilibrium. No man has ever affected me the way Christian Grey has, and I cannot fathom why. Is his looks, his civility, wealth, power. I don't understand my irrational reaction. I breathe out an enormous sigh of relief. What in heaven's name was that about? Leaning against one of the steel pillars of the building, I attempt to calm down and gather my thoughts. What was that? My heart steadies to its regular rhythm. And when I can breathe normally again, I head for the car. As I leave the city limits behind, I begin to feel foolish and embarrassed as I replay the interview in my mind. Surely I'm overreacting. That's imaginary. Okay, so he's attractive, confident, commanding at ease with himself, but on the flip side, he's arrogant, and for all his impeccable manners, he's autocratic and cold. While on the surface, an involuntary shiver runs down my spine. He may be arrogant, but then he has a right to be. He's accomplished so much at such a young age. He doesn't suffer 
exhausted. I'll be fine. I'll see you later. Alright, that's the end of my ASMR today. If you like it, please give it a follow. I always appreciate it if you come back and listen to it later. If you have any suggestions, please leave a comment or a voice note somewhere on my profile. You can check this podcast out on Spotify called Whispercast, and it's 